Welcome to Darnley Cyber Cafe, your podcast for cybersecurity, IT, technology, and business news. Now, introducing your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. Hi, everyone. Episode 37, Why TikTok is Dangerous. There are many things online that are not good for you. And in today's podcast, I will be discussing the dangers to your mental health, technology, and privacy when it comes to TikTok. For those who are unaware, TikTok or Daoyun, which is called in China, is a video-focused social networking service owned by the Chinese company ByteDance Limited. Video durations of 15 seconds to 3 minutes of punk stunts, tricks, jokes, dance, and other entertainment. So, why is this so bad? TikTok is actually blocked in China. There is an international version made due to the communist policies of grooming the media that their citizens can see outside their own required narrative. According to a report by Forbes in 2020, TikTok has been spying on millions of users by spying on data located on their Apple phones through a previous vulnerability in iOS. TikTok representatives stated that this issue occurred as a result of a feature that was implemented to prevent spam on their platform. Is TikTok a Trojan horse for the Communist Party of China? Maybe. App not only collects troves of personal data on you, but almost always has to cooperate with the Communist China government, which means it will have to extend censorship and surveillance beyond its borders. Now, this is why a lot of um, U.S. politicians and uh, Western politicians have spoke up against having TikTok on your mobile devices. There was a lot of hysteria, um, a lot of conspiracy theories thrown around about TikTok. But do these have any merit? Are these precautions or these concerns actually validated? Now, to my U.S. listeners, with the uh, Trump policies, President Trump's policies in blocking TikTok actually got taken away with the Biden administration. A lot of people in and outside of the security community said this wasn't a good idea. Now, for an app that is meant for entertainment, enjoyment, really, what's the big deal? People are just having fun, teens just want to dance, and people just want to have a good time. Is it really that bad that these people are using an app designed to be an entertainment. Well, unfortunately, 
that's not always the case. When you take out the take away the veil, so to speak, and see the true raw nature of it, you will start to realize that this is potentially a disaster waiting to happen. And we need to understand that there are some key differences between Western governments and communist governments. And some of them don't have the same intentions. Now, I'm not saying publicly here that they have an obvious outward uh, intention to, to steal data and stuff like that. But I'm going to read uh, some information here. And this is not fabrication. This is not a conspiracy theory. Here is some data that TikTok collects. And this is according to the privacy policy, which you yourself can find on the internet if you wish to validate this. Number one, profile info. Now, I will paraphrase this. I won't say it all, but this is for your knowledge and your understanding for those who do not really understand the what TikTok is actually taking and what rights are given away while using this application. So number one, profile info. This includes your username, password, date of birth, email, telephone number, profile, photos, videos, etc. Number two, user content and behavioral info. This collects all the data you enter or delete on the app. And there's an interesting quote I want to highlight here too from the privacy policy that states, we may access your clipboard, text, images, and video found on your device. Again, transcript straight from the their privacy policy. Number three, collect technical info, IP addresses, user agent, mobile carrier, time zone, identifiers for ads, model of phone, device system, network type, device ID, screen resolution, operating system, app and file names. This is important as well. Keep I'm just highlighting this last point. Keystroke patterns or rhythms. Let that sink in for a second your battery state, audio settings, and the connected devices. While you, while you sign in, sorry, where you sign in for multiple devices. Number four, location. Approximate location, location based on your SIM card and or IP address or GPS if allowed. Now, according to human rights uh, uh sorry, a human rights watch, they warned years ago that the Chinese government has been collecting highly personal data for years in an effort to bolster its biometric database. Now, this is an interesting point because for those who know the Communist Chinese Party's um, sort of spread of um, surveillance that they have more surveillance cameras in the in the entire nation than the United States has where it's CCTV cameras but they also have specialized software that can identify someone's face looks what have you and have it on a database so this makes it very interesting as to why the Chinese government may be interested in collecting Westerners um, people's faces, bodies, locations, all this data I just highlighted. Again, 
taken straight from their privacy policy that I'm sure everyone reads, right? The Chinese Communist Party has called its biggest tech companies, including ByteDance, to open up the data they collect from social media, e-commerce, and other businesses. With over 100 million monthly TikTok users, it is extremely worrying of the amount of highly personal information being disclosed to the Chinese Communist Party. The Chinese government has increased exponentially the collection of biometric data that is really not disclosed to the public. Let me tell you a story before I wrap up this podcast. A few years ago, um, I actually downloaded TikTok kind of uh, in its early stages. I thought, okay, a new social media platform. And I was told by some other social media influencers to jump on board in this. And then I kind of took apart the application and looked at, looked at it from the inside out. And I saw all of this, which worried the heck out of me. As someone in security, this didn't vibe with me and it did not seem right at all. So I was a vocal opponent to using TikTok and I will never use TikTok and I will never recommend that application to anyone whatsoever. It concerns me in the highest regard because I see and hear uh, parents of, uh, of kids, tweens, and teens who tell me all the stuff they do with their phone, they put on TikTok. It's just not right. It is something that our, our governments, uh, our Western governments, and this is not just in the United States, this is all over the Western countries, need to take more of an increased action against applications like these that could indeed affect the people, not today, but in the near future when this data is used against them or will be used against them in some way, shape, or form. But it does not take an expert to acknowledge that the Communist Chinese Party is making leaps to weaponize these apps on the ignorance of these Western lawmakers. Now remember, the modern warfare is not fought with guns and tanks anymore. Thank you for stopping by Darnley Cyber Cafe with your host, Darnley Gresson Jr. We hope you enjoyed your stay. Next time you swing by the cafe, bring a friend and share the show with them. That's all for this episode, folks. We will see you next time.